or stocks I'm planning on buying this week. Like most of you, I put money to work every single week. So every single week, I'm looking where to put that money into. On today's episode, we're gonna take a look at four stocks. All of them are hitting different markets. Like always, we're gonna take a quick look at technicals. We're gonna look at valuation metrics, fundamentals, and just what each company does. The first company we are gonna take a look at is Play Studios. This is in the gaming market, and this is a market I'm very, very bullish on. In my previous weeks, I've talked about stocks within this market, but more mature companies. Today, this week, I wanna focus a little bit more on the growth player in this market, and that is Play Studios. So Play Studios, they have a lot of mobile games right now, where the special thing about them is when you play their games you get points and those points you can use for real life rewards with their mem- with their partnerships they have partnerships for example with MGM so if you play Vegas lot and you get accumulate a lot of points you can end up getting free rooms in Vegas and stuff like that one of my friends actually uses this platform and uses the game to get some of the real life rewards and that's before him knowing I was even thinking of the stock so my uh, play studios is currently traded under the Nasdaq as ticker MYPS it's currently down a nice amount this was a previous pack uh, and the merger and acquisition has been completed from its 52 week high the stock is down 39.98 percent as I am recording this episode like I mentioned, this is a super small company, $889 million market cap. So Play Studios, if we take a look at their most recent earnings, it was up 27.1 compared to seven time, same time last year. So we can see strong growth. They are also releasing new games constantly. Their most recent one was My Vegas uh, Bingo. The second one they are releasing later this year is going to be a whole new genre that they're entering. And that is the RPG genre. And that's going to be with Kingdom Boss. And I really want to see the type of rewards they have with this game. So another thing, Play uh, Play Studios is profitable in adjusted earnings, and they're also profitable in net income and gap net incomes, which are super, which is super super impressive for a growth company. If we take a look on June 25th of 2021, they did enter a new 75 million revolving credit facility. This is going to help support the company in future growth initiatives. It's not like they need the money with the previous merger; they already had a nice amount of cash position and no debt to their name so again this just allows them to have more liquidity just in case other things i'd like to talk about is they in june 3rd of 2021 they extended their internet their partnerships with mgm resorts international again i really do like there there are some big big players using play studios at the moment and i can't understand why people aren't talking about this stock uh, which is expected to grow at strong strong levels and like i mentioned profitable in adjusted EBITDA earnings and in gap earnings if we take a look at the second company but before we do that guys let's take a quick listen to today's sponsor a great reason why i'm able to provide so much content to you guys for free and also i am going to post right here my previous four stocks that i purchased last week feel free to check out that video later i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video motley fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels you guys know i love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks and right now i have a discount for one of my favorite services the fool offers through the motley fool stock advisor services you get access to ton of expert stock picks every month you'll get two 
two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the Stock Advisor is right for you. Thanks again to The Motley Fool and now on to today's video. So the second stock is Redfin. You might know this as the real estate online marketplace. Most of you guys have probably used their websites to either look at houses or just be nosy what your neighbor purchased for their house and so on and so forth. So Redfin is, is definitely pretty interesting right now. We all know, right, uh, if you have been looking at houses right now, it's pretty much a pain. House prices are off the roof. They're selling like no tomorrow. Redfin is traded under the NASDAQ as ticker RDFN. is currently sitting at $62.48. From its 52-week high, the stock is down a nice, nice amount. It's down roughly 35.31%, and it currently has a market cap of $6.5 billion. Some recent news about Redfin, they, they share a lot of information about the overall real estate market to their consumers which i think is pretty pretty cool medium home sale prices have increased 22 percent compared to the same time last year asking prices of newly listed homes were still up 12 percent compared to the same time last year and pending home sales were up 17 percent compared to the same time last year so we can see the market is still somewhat very hot but it does seem like it's, it's starting to cool down a bit mortgage purchase applications have decreased about one percent week over week during the week ending of july 2nd a good reason right the house prices are too high so people are like cooling off right now waiting for for more houses to enter the market or prices to decrease regardless i do think redfin will be a player a good player if it's either a seller's or a buyer market Redfin right now is expected to grow 26.6% on average for the next three to five years. So huge, huge hyper growth stock. They are they are not profitable in gap earnings. Almost, almost there, but they are positive in cash flow from operations when taking a look at trailing 12 months. And that's something I'm super, super excited about. Their balance sheet, it could be a little bit stronger, but I don't mind it. They have $1.4 billion in cash and $1.2 billion in debt. So they're not leveraged right now, but I do wish they had a little bit more cash or a little bit less debt. The third company we are going to take a look at is Teladoc. This is in the telemedicine. I mean, most I, I hate going to the doctors. I prefer to do everything online. So telemedicine is a, a market, I believe, is here for the future. Not a market that was just doing well due to COVID and lockdowns. I do believe it's going to be pretty, pretty strong. I'm pretty sure most of you enjoy it. But we can see from its 52-week high, the stock is down about... 46 percent this is insane for such a big company right right now the market cap is 24.5 billion dollars just that overall excitement but i do believe now is is providing a good portion or a good uh, uh definitely a good buying opportunity for me if i want to increase my telemedicine exposure teledoc if we take a look at their most recent earnings they did raise their full year guidance as first quarter revenue grew 151 percent compared to the same time last year with total visits increasing 56% compared to the same time in last year. So one thing, like I mentioned, a lot of people are not liking Teladoc because they believe the, the, the company or the overall telemedicine is going to go away or decrease after lockdowns. So this is something we've seen a lot in the past few weeks. 
analysts kind of reducing their price targets we've seen this one go down to 163 from 217 this one go down to 252 from 270 and this one go to 250 from 270 again i don't normally follow analysts but i do believe it does create some form of short-term movement for the stock teledoc right now is expected to grow 23.4 percent on average for the next three to five years they are not profitable or positive in cash flow from operations when looking at trailing 12 months this is a bit scary most of it has to do with the expenses they kind of accumulated with their levango acquisitions which i believe was a great acquisition and how this company is going to continue to grow in the upcoming years teledoc their balance sheet also doesn't look that strong when looking at just cash and debt they have about 700 million dollars in cash and 1.4 billion dollars in debt so you might be like jose why are you showing this stock why are you looking into buying it if they're they're look not looking good in fundamentals and in balance sheet again most of it has changed because of the acquisition and i'm very very bullish in the overall telemedicine at the same time my teledoc exposure right now is super super small so i don't mind increasing at these levels the final stock we're going to take a look at is one in the ev market right i'm super like the telemedicine i'm bullish in the ev market i just have such a small position right now that i wouldn't mind increasing my exposure on tesla so tesla they it is currently traded on the nasdaq as ticker tsla from its 52 week high the stock has definitely seen quite a correction as well 25.4 percent and it's currently sitting on market cap of 632 billion dollars some recent news update did kind of give us on july 2nd their full vehicle production deliveries and it's insane the amount of numbers and growth they're still seeing production for this quarter was 206,000. deliveries were 201 compared to last quarter alone last quarter was 180,000 production and 184,000 deliveries and now if you compare it to same time last year is insane growth 82 82,000 in production last year and 90 in delivery so over a hundred percent growth compared to same time last year tesla fundamentals look pretty pretty strong expected to grow 23.5 percent on average for the next three to five years so strong growth company they are profitable in gap earnings they're also positive in cash flow from operations a lot of bears may be like jose but they're only profitable in earnings part because of credits that is true but unfortunately that is the way the market is going right now and regardless they have been positive in cash flow from operations beforehand i know there's other ev players out there and i do have a few others out there but i do want to increase my exposure in tesla right now if we take a look at balance sheet they have 17.1 billion dollars in cash 9.4 billion dollars in debt so not leverage at all which is what i like to see now let's jump into technicals i just want to make sure the stocks are not overextended i do believe if they are overextended my overall ex- risk increases a bit it doesn't mean it's a bad investment it just be- i just believe the chance of a pull down is a bit higher um play studios we can see definitely not overextended it has it has definitely seen quite a pull down and i believe at these levels is a really really great buy for me redfin not overextended at all sitting at its near its moving average again a good portion of the risk i believe has been eliminated teledoc similar not overextended at all we saw this price go up a nice amount earlier in the past few days past week or so and and kind of pull back down again giving investors uh, a bit of buying opportunity if they want to see a long-term investment in the telemedicine world and finally tesla very similar not overextended this doesn't mean the stock prices can't continue to go down there's always the risk 
I do believe just that risk has kind of decreased a bit. Now I want to take a look at forward price to sales ratio for these three companies. If we take a look at Teladoc right now, 9.4. These are levels kind of seen in the sum, late summer of 2020. So good, I, I believe, again, it's not overvalued right now. It's kind of sitting at levels a year ago, which I, I, I think is pretty good. Redfin, almost the same thing, right? Sitting at price to sales ratio of three, sitting at levels seen in the second half of 2020. Again, not bad. Tesla might be the only one that still looks a bit expensive right now. Unfortunately, Play Studios is such a new company that there's not too much information right now. I do believe, right, I I purchased... I don't purchase all four stocks and you guys want to know what stocks I purchased. Make sure to join the discord. It's free, but these are the four I am going to be looking at. I might purchase two or three. I I think at least the one for sure is going to be play studio. It's looking super, super cheap right now. And then the other two that I might purchase or the other one I might purchase, it could be any of these three, but I do believe any of them would provide great value for me in the upcoming years. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Take care, have a good night and see you next time.